The machine is ever turning, ever hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more, I mention the machine. Ladies and gentlemen, to the Mention the Machine podcast, this is episode 30. Woo! 3-0. It is uh, February. Or no, it's March. We're in March now. So, Damn, Joel, how's March been going for you? How's the Wim Hof Challenge treating you? I hate this. Why? Because I'm not getting better. I'm getting worse. Oh, what's your uh, what's your setup like? How you how you going into the whole thing? Wake up. I start doing the shit. I hold my breath, and then all of a sudden, it's like, no, you're done. Are you are you holding your breath, or are you holding the exhale? Like I'm holding the exhale. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so what know. happens sometimes is when I when I do that, it's like, oh, I can do this all day. And other it's like, nope, you're gonna you're gonna suffocate. You gotta breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, what help what helps for me is if I sit and I do like uh, just a five minute like regular just meditation, just sitting and breathing, mm-hmm. and then doing it because then it's like everything calms down. Same way when you take your blood pressure, you want to sit there and be mm-hmm. as calm as possible. I've tried breathing with my mouth, tried breathing with my nose. I tried sitting up this morning. That was the worst one I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't do it for sitting up. I, it doesn't work for me. I don't get good times. Laying down, I get good times. And I keep yawning like. Between, maybe between. you're doing it too early. Maybe you need to move it later in the day a little bit. But then it means i got to worry about food. Like, I wake up, there's nothing in my stomach. Yeah, so but you're not eating first thing in the morning. You're not, like, hopping out of bed and crunching a bowl of Cheerios. No, but then i got to lay it back down. Like, I'm already in bed. I'm going to do with that. <laughs> efficiency, Eugene. It's all about efficiency. Just lay on the floor like I do. Yeah, but you have cats. <laughs> Exactly. You ever you ever have a cat take a fucking meaty shit when you're trying to do some Wim Hof breathing and you're fucking inhaling that? Well, you don't do it by the fucking kitty. I'm not near the litter box, but I'm telling you, my one cat, there's something wrong with his diet or something. He he shits like a fucking grown truck driver. <laughs> and the cold shower thing, I can't get past like 15, 20 seconds. Really? Are you still doing the hot shower and then turning on the cold? Uh-huh. All right, yeah, I, I forego that. I hit... <clears throat> I've just been jumping in the cold, and then I tried jumping in the cold once, and I got the same. I get the same results. It doesn't matter. It should matter. You should still be washing yourself. There should be time for that. No, I'm saying it's like after about 15 minutes, I was like, "Are you fucking retarded? Get the fuck out of this!" Oh, that's the that's the part where you got to conquer. You got to conquer your body being stupid. As long as you can breathe, you're okay. Yeah, about that. <laughs> as I learned in October, there are certain executive functions my body has. Oh, no. This is you taking control. This is you taking the... Uh, yeah. Remember I tried that with the push-ups, and I laid there for another five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, this week we should be starting the push-ups, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. This push-ups, we should be doing a fourth round of breathing and then starting the push-ups. If we haven't started it yet, then we're starting it, I guess, Monday. So we added a bunch of people? Yeah, but I don't think I've seen anybody really adding anything to spreadsheets, so we're nope. going to have to... Uh, Call some people out by name on the podcast by the end of the month. Yeah, Drop some addresses. Yeah. It's not doxing if you do it voluntarily. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you signed up for the challenge. <laughs> My friend Scott's been doing the challenge a little bit and making these stupid little uh, photoshops. 
I'm like, motherfucker, don't make me bring the eye art out of here. I'll make a fucking model of your ass and I'll do all sorts of crazy shit. Don't start a war you don't want to finish. <laughs> Some shit but, that could be animated. But I do say, that first bike ride I did after doing Wim Hof, I br- I'm pretty sure it helped. Yeah, I, I definitely feel there's a benefit to over-oxygenating your body a little bit. I, I was reading something where it was talking about the amount of oxygen in the air, the air that we breathe nowadays is significantly less than our ancestors. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a lot, like 70% less. So we, we definitely can benefit from more oxygen. Understandable. <clears throat> That's what I want to get. I want to get... I need to add that to my, my weird setup. I want, I want a sauna. I want a, a cold tank. And then I want a... Get in like an oxygen bar. I do the oxygen bar at uh, True Float whenever I, I go. Really? Hmm. It's part of my membership. Hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Joel's keeping secrets. Getting high on oxygen, not telling anybody. To be honest, it doesn't really do anything. Really? Yeah. It's kind you don't of feel any better? Nope. Hmm. But I will say, I want a sensory deprivation thing at home. Yeah, yeah. I want one of those too, but I'm not cleaning it for everybody. Don't have to. Just change the salt out. It's antimicrobial. Yeah, you can't grow if you get if it's, if it's sterile. People have hair. That's what the filters for. <laughs> like you don't really clean the tank. You basically change the change the water because there's a thousand pounds Epsom salt in it. Nothing can grow in that. Thing. <laughs> Nothing. I got in this argument with my coworker a couple of years ago because she was like, "Oh no, it's this." I'm like, "It's." I think the size of the or whatever is way smaller than the size of bacteria and whatnot, so it, it can't grow. Hmm. <clears throat> it's been a while since I did a float tank session. I need to get back on that. Well, if you want, you can use one of mine. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. I saw there's a place in uh, Lawrenceville that does like a couple's float and stuff. I've been trying to talk uh, the wife into Ain't it. going to happen. No, it's probably not. Anytime <clears throat> I try to get her to do something cool like that, she's not with it unless it was her idea. My friend's wife, he was trying to get her to go and... She gift she skipped out in one and skipped out two. I'm like, dude, she's not doing it. Uh-uh. Like, my the biggest complaint I get is, oh, it's close to fabric. Do I have to close the thing? Oh, do I have to turn the light off? Yeah, motherfucker, just follow the instructions. Yeah, just lay in there with your thoughts. The thing I didn't like about the first time I did it was I could I knew there was like the pipes somewhere in the back and I could I could fucking feel them uh-huh. and I was like, oh, I just feel like there's a bottomless pit back there I'm gonna fall into. You gotta try True Float because True Float. It's different. Like the one you did, the one out in um, Score Hill, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that a one fucking, twice. That's a fucking coffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It felt like I was climbing into a little like torpedo or something. It was. Yeah, this the the the, the pods in True Float are fucking amazing. Nice. So, I'm actually yeah. taking a friend of mine there next Friday, which is why we're not doing lunch next week. Yeah. Thanks. Good to know. I told you like a month ago, and I scheduled it. Joe doesn't tell me shit. Apparently, he didn't tell me about the oxygen bar. I probably didn't tell you about the oxygen bar, but it wasn't even worthwhile. Like, probably, if, probably if it, didn't. If, if it was amazing, then I'm like, hey, we got to do this. But it was like, this doesn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and to think I would have paid $100 in Vegas to do that same fucking bar. <laughs> Vegas, they'd have probably put something else in the oxygen. <laughs> Maybe. A little touch of something, something. <laughs> Joel, congratulations. You're addicted to heroin. <laughs> Only in aerosol form, though. You won't, you won't accept it unless you can absorb it through your eyeballs. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but, anyway, Wim Hof is going good for me. Uh, of course, you... you're a fucking machine. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the three-minute mark. I'm like, fuck. I did hit three minutes once. 
it hit three minutes once and it was pretty pretty impressive and it gets weird when you start getting towards that level because you do start to see like flashing lights and stuff with your eyes closed and it's like what the hell am i doing to myself but i feel really good after i do it so i mean it's funny because like I think over a minute, minute and a half, it's like, you're going to feel cold. I'm like, I already feel cold. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, fill your heart down. I'm like, um, I don't have any control right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the slowing your heart down thing, but uh, supposedly if your diaphragm is completely relaxed, it gives your heart more room so your heart doesn't have to beat as fast to do the same thing, so your heart rate should slow. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh Interesting phenomenon. I'd, I'd like to get to the point where it gave me more control over things than I currently have, but I don't know if I'm going to invest that much into it. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it after this month. It's good to, to it's good to have in your skill set, though, your toolbox. Yeah. The problem is, yeah, I got to count. That's that's the biggest problem. What are you counting? Like the 40, and then like holding your breath. Oh, you're not just using the app to do it? I am using the app. I'm saying without the app. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> No, I usually, if you don't use the app, you can go and use, there's like YouTubes that people have put out where it's, they, they've got him doing the counting and whatever. And mm. Like the one I used to use was a, it was a 30 second breath hold and it was a minute breath hold and then a minute 30. Mm. So all together, so it was like a 10 minute video. I just went for that weather to get to my sweet spot. <laughs> Once I can wake up in the morning, roll out of bed and go biking for 20 miles, it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, right. You want to bet? Mm-hmm. There were mornings where I'm like, hey, I already did 12 miles. Let's do another. 2019, Joel, would have went out in the weather like today. Nope. It was only 50 degrees. Oh, no. No, no, no. 2019, Joel, would not go out in 50-degree weather. 2021, Joel, well, 2022, Joel, would go out in 50-degree weather. Mm. <clears throat> so what's our challenge next month? I'm thinking about it. Unfortunately, I got to pick this month because you, I picked, you picked the last two, so I got to pick the next two. Did I do the last two? Oh yeah, I did pull-ups and Wim Hof. Yeah, mm-hmm. you chose squats. So mm-hmm. That was a motherfucker of a month. I thought it was actually kind of nice. I thought it sucked until we did pull-up month, and then pull-up <laughs> month sucked. Just like my elbows still feel fucked up, and my body doesn't give a fuck apparently. Uh, I was, well, I was lifting the weights this morning, and like. Did curls for the first time in like three months, and like my elbow was like, "Hey," and I'm like, "That's a weird pain." <laughs> like I said, my my favorite meme of all time is the picture of Picard in his in his, in his uniform going damage report. <laughs> your pain is your body telling you to move away from something. Well, it depends. It might be a warning message, and it's not always an error. Well, that's a <clears throat> you don't you know who Kelly Star it is no he's. He's a big like mobility guy. He's like, like rehabilitation mobility type of stuff, and he talks about that. That's he one of his sayings is like pain is your body's way of telling you to move away from something. But <clears throat> he got a video where he's talking about if you tweak your lower back, things to do. He's like, well, you run through a checklist. Like, can you feel your legs? Can you is your is your penis numb, et cetera, et cetera? And if all of that checks out, then like you got to get moving. So one of the things they do is like they start having you walk, walk for a minute, sit for a minute, walk for a minute, and see if like it untweaks. Because basically the pain is just your nervous system spasming, and you got to tell that your nervous system that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you do to tell your nervous system everything is okay is you breathe. Yeah, well, that's the thing that the yoga instructor told me was like whenever you're doing these um, these poses and stuff, like when we, there's a 
what's it called? Hip flexors. That's mm-hmm. the bane of my existence. And I'm just trying to protect when they're going to happen. So like, Most like, of Western society has bad hip flexors. <laughs> yeah. Well, she talks about, like, the reason why you, you focus on the breathing is by the time you... The reason you do it last is then you're in the group of the breathing. And if your breathing is slow and steady, your body's like, oh, everything's fine. Uh-huh. If you're breathing erratically, your body's like, we're going to die! We're going to do <laughs> something! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's she also tells you why you shouldn't <laughs> fidget when you do them either, because, like, you're wasting oxygen when you do that. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, because uh, like I, I, there's another breathing practice from uh, Erwin Lacour where it's the opposite of like Wim Hof, where you're doing like a, a hold breath, and like you're you're doing single nose breathing, like a single single breath through your nose, holding it for as long as you can, and then releasing through your nose, and you're doing that for as many cycles as you can, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's like the the diver thing, like the more the more movement you have, the more your muscles are burning oxygen. Mm-hmm. Because what happens when people run out of breath is it's not usually a lack of oxygen. It's an increase in carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. So you got to build up your body's CO2 tolerance. Ah. Science. I told you, I'm the other bike and just pedal my legs fall off. <laughs> Keep sucking in that breath. <laughs> when we did our bike ride last weekend, the, uh, my mantra came back, Tank ain't empty, bro. Tank ain't empty. <laughs> <clears throat> what are you pouring? This is a uh, Bell's Two-Hearted IPA. For those beer drinkers? Yeah. If you're into such a thing, it's a beer that you can find almost every fucking where I find. But it's not too bad. You know what else you can find everywhere? Water. Incompetence. Hmm. Joel's, Joel's making a uh, subject change. Nice, smooth transition. Yeah, there, there's the word. I was looking for transition. So, past two weeks, I've been dealing with some stuff at <laughs> Does work. Does that beer go down smooth? You know what doesn't go down smooth? Incompetence. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple projects of people come to me going, this is our go live date. We This isn't done. Can we get it done now? Um... No, it's going to take a day or two. But we need it now. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Let me just fire up the time machine. Mm-hmm. This will, The cost will be 1.28 gigawatts. Was that it? 1.21 gigawatts! 21 gigawatts. Well, as you said in the car, where's your stoicism, Joel? It's <laughs> a very good question, because my stoicism has been, very, has been stretched very thin the past two weeks. I can always tell when something's going on because you, you're less responsive throughout the day. It's like, where the hell is Joel at? This, this chat's empty. <laughs> Putting out fires. The way I explain my job to my friends is, imagine a, fi- imagine a field full of dumpsters. And they're all on fire. But it's a nice, low, controlled burn. And occasionally one of them will just fire up the full broil. It's my job to keep that at a nice, low broil. Sounds like fun. No, it's not. <laughs> your analogy sounds like fun. Your uh, or your metaphor, I guess it's a metaphor. Your uh, in re- reality, it's not that fun. There's a artist, an Italian artist. I can't. I can never remember his name. Da Vinci. No, no. Michelangelo. No, he's from the he's in the 1900s, like 1920s, 1930s. Hmm. But he has a picture. It's a train. It's a it's a train engine, and it's going down the track. And there's a train conductor hanging out the window, like running the train. But the whole fucking thing's on fire. <laughs> like, he's on fire, the train's on fire, and he's still running the train. I'm like, that's exactly how my job feels. 
Except the train picture sounds way more metal <laughs> than anything you're fucking doing. You're bitching about custom SKUs and shit. It's like, that sounds way less fun than a fucking on-fire train conductor. <laughs> Christ, the guitar riff for fucking that would be awesome. But yeah, I've, I've been losing my stoicism lately because it's like... You're, why are you higher than me and so incompetent? Like, you're a project manager. How do you not know this is going to happen? My answer to that, Joel, is <clears throat> you have no desire to climb the ladder, so other people are going to climb the ladder. If you wanted to let work for less incompetent people, climb the ladder. That's not how that works. That's how it works. No, it's not. Uh-huh. Or get off that ladder and create your own ladder. That's how it works entirely. That's the system we're in. Or you just maintain that, that space on the ladder and you kill anybody that comes near you, but then you wind up in the prison ladder. I saw my coworker today because like, he's noticing a lot of people are stabbing each other in the back, mm-hmm. and that's how they're trying to get ahead in life. I'm like, I learned at a very early age, you don't collect money, you collect favors. Mm-hmm. You build relationships so you can get shit done. Yeah, money changes value. Favors, however... And it also helps to be a scary human being. That's the, uh, I think, the Jocko approach. Mm-hmm. Well, you can also be a friendly human being. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be. You don't have to be scary, although that's preferred to be scary. That's. I think that's the scariest thing about Jocko is Jocko's playing mind games with people, but he can also break you. <laughs> like he can break you physically and fucking mentally. I guess. Like he's like, oh, that that fucking salad you ate two weeks ago. I made you do that. And you're like, what? He's like, I did. I planted this, and I planted this, and I planted that. I'm like, you ate that salad. It's like, fuck you, Jocko. He's like, if you'd only do it if I wanted you to. <laughs> I always make the joke with my one coworker. I'm like, you know, I really don't like, we'll call him Tim. I really don't like Tim. But you know what? When you realize how easy it is to kill Tim, you don't get mad at Tim for being Tim. <laughs> I realize how, how wirely and, and how weak he is. It's like, is it really worth it to hurt him? <laughs> <laughs> That's his self-defense mechanism, which sounds like a lot of people's self-defense mechanisms now. Somebody, some, somebody's been a uh, raw or not robbing, I guess, but shoplifting like regularly from the Rite Aid down the street from me. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they go behind the counter and just grabs a pack of cigarettes when they want or whatever. And somebody posted a video on the the, uh, the neighborhood app. They're like, "Why won't anybody stop this guy?" And it's like, "Why didn't you stop him? You're taking video of him." Because if you'd make an action. There's an opposite reaction where you might get pain. See, that's when you gotta have like the Batman suit in your car and you just pull that cow and just run at him. So I went to uh, dinner with my friend on Wednesday, and as we pulled into the restaurant, I could see the big screen TV mm-hmm. and ridiculousness was on. I don't know if you're aware of this show. I saw this dude run full bore at a at a, at a door and actually <laughs> snapped it in half as he like threw his shoulder into it. I'm like. <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> I need to know the story behind this now. It sounded like fun, didn't it? <coughs> like he's just running down, he's just running down this hallway, pushes in the, the door just buckled in half like it was paper. I'm like, nice. I kind of want to do that. Yeah, there should be a place for people to do stuff like that. I'm like, uh, like there should be a place where you can go and jump through a plate glass window safely. Mm-hmm. Like the movie plate glass, obviously not the yeah. real one because that's fucking impossible. Plate glass. Yeah. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. 
fucking have just just have random bottles laying around that are made of sugar or whatever mm-hmm. so you can bash your friend in the head and like, mm-hmm. be a fun place they need to have like a stuntman park where you can be like you're oh yeah garage. that's exactly what I'm talking about right there you're, you're, you're just lucky that I didn't find a, uh, a tactical driving course near Pittsburgh the nearest one I think is in Tennessee or West, or West Virginia I think that's close not close enough for us to just be like, oh, let's go out there for a weekend and fucking do it. Why like, not? It, it was too far. How's it too far? It's West Virginia. Because like <clears> I didn't feel like paying for a hotel. I wanted a place that we could go a couple times and be like, oh, let's get a fucking... Like you were talking, let's do a certificate pro thing for one of these uh, mm-hmm. monthly challenges. We'd be like, yeah, let's get our fucking tactical driving on, Joel. Let's learn how to pit stop, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm willing to pay for a hotel room for that. <laughs> That'd be fun. But, uh, all the ones I found around here were just like, here's how you drive in the snow. It's like, I know how to drive in the snow. <laughs> and I grew up in Pittsburgh. It's like, you know why I learned how to drive in the snow? How many jobs have I gone to where I come back to my car in the six inches of snow? I'm like, well, <laughs> I got to get it home somehow. <laughs> my, my first car in this city was a rear-wheel drive car from the 70s. <laughs> And I, I, I'm not that old. It wasn't, it wasn't like a new car when I got it. It was like a 30-year-old car when I got it. So can't, I was coming up McKnight Road from Best Buy, and there was nobody else on the road. And I was like, huh, it's an empty road. And I knew, found out why real fast. I was fishtailing all over that damn road. I have a special brand of calculus of all my routes or how many hills, how many miles. Like, okay, if I go this hill, it's only 20 feet. I go this hill. It's gonna be a mile of going up a forty-five degree angle. I think every native Pittsburgher probably has that calculus <laughs> running in their head, and they don't even know it. It's like I have a thing called goat math that goes on in my head that my wife doesn't understand. Where it's like I can randomly like just add numbers pretty quickly, and like multiplication. It's just like it's goat math to me. It's like I don't know why it works, but it does. Well, that's like whenever I'm driving places, and if if I don't think and I just spit out a nah number, it's usually how long it's gonna take me to get there. That's like my mutant ability to always pick out the right socket from the thing. Socket? Like a the wrench, socket wrench. Uh, like, I can always, like, I, I'm usually like either the exact one or one off from which one I need. Mm-hmm. Dep- I, I usually get one off because it's either standard American and it should mm-hmm. be metric or the other way. It's like, my dad always, always, as a kid, is like, you can't tell a quarter inch or three eighths inch? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can you, old man, you liar. <laughs> Actually, he could pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't have that skill set. Sounds like a wasted youth to me. Well, yeah, well, guess we can still put things apart and put it back together now. Mm-hmm. That's me. My dad's like, I can't do this fix. Mm-hmm. Oh, how our skills leave us, old man. Mm-hmm. I got my dad last night real good. So my dad's always complaining about light. Never enough light in the house. So I bought these 100-watt daylight light bulbs. Oh, Jesus. How much does those run you? Because light bulbs are expensive as shit. No, they're, right? they're fairly cheap now. Really? Yeah. They went back down? I got a four-pack for 10 bucks. Oh, that ain't bad. Oh, no. shit. Well, my dad said the one in his bathroom needed to change. So I put a 100-watt daylight in. I go, I go home. <laughs> Two hours, I get a phone call. What did you do with this light bulb? I'm like, 100-watt daylight. He's like, a little too bright for me. I'm like, I never thought I heard these words that it was about before. I can put a 60. No, no, no. I don't want my D to understand, Dad. The 60-watt bulbs aren't the same as they used to be. No, not at all. I, I, was, I was just listening to uh, Andrew Huberman talking about, like, when you get up in the middle of the night and you go to the bathroom, how you shouldn't turn on the, the lights mm-hmm. because you, you're telling your body, your, your body's melatonin goes from, like, zero to 100. Mm-hmm. Like, just like that. And he's like, hey, put on the least amount of light you can. That's why I use the, I use the day glow for my, my equipment in the, in the apartment. Mm-hmm. 
I usually don't even turn on the light. I just know the way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that 100-watt bulb only runs at, like, maybe 9 watts. Mm. Like, it's equi- it's an equivalent, but, like, it uses lot, so much less, <laughs> less power. It's insanity. That's like when people use those 100,000-watt flashlights or mm. whatever, and they, they shine them in the sky, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like, put a bat signal on that thing. Oh, my mom yelled at me. Got, she's like, we need light bulbs. So I went about, like... I think I bought four four packs of four of, of uh, 100 and one pack of 60. We don't need these many light bulbs because most of the hot lights are fluorescent. I'm like, there's lights here, here, here. So then she's like, oh, you light bulb here. I'm like, oh, look, this needs a light bulb. This needs a light bulb. <laughs> I bought the right amount. <laughs> it's like um, Rick told me one time. He's like, if you change one light in your car, change them all. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's a good fucking oh. thing. Because he said the worst thing in the world is need to be changing a light in your car in the winter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, smart stuff. Plus, these lights have a 13-year lifespan, supposedly. Yeah, right. Well, can... the ones in my the, the lights in my apartment, I've not replaced yet. I've been there for at least five, six years before hmm. since I changed them. There are a couple of lights in my house that I haven't changed since we moved in here, and that's because they never get turned off. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's the secret: just never turn them <laughs> off. Yeah. <sighs> What are you looking forward to for the spring? The spring's right around the corner. Spring? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it'd be nice to be, spend more time in the garage. I have a, uh, a guy up the, the the alley from here that um, he's always working on motorcycles. He's gonna. I got him to take a look at my motorcycle coming up, so that should be back up and running soon. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Now I got to get you some Raptors to chase you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> we'll add it to the stuntman course. Stuntman theme park. Want to get shoved out of a window onto a bunch of matches? Oh, yeah. Want to jump out that window on a bunch of matches? Oh, yeah. Want to reload the fall guy? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's such a great idea. Just build that fucking theme park. Mm-hmm. Damn. So much money to be made. Man. Don't th- the th- trademark, trademark. <laughs> so even with just that one part of it, just get fucking. You can jump out of a window onto a trampoline and fucking mm-hmm. bounce away. Fucking perfect. So one of my goals for this year is every time we do a challenge, we add more people, mm-hmm. and we've added more people every every month, which is great. Yeah, but we still have no challenge tokens. I haven't printed them yet. What are you doing with them? You waiting? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't believe you. End of the year, when it gets all the chicken tokens. You're going to fucking print them at the end of the year. You're going to make them up at the end of the year. Lasers are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually need some graphics for the for the, the um, pull-ups and the squats. <clears throat> I'm not sure which one, which graphic you would use for either of those. Well, a guy doing a squat and a guy doing pull-ups. Well, how intricate can you get with the laser? Like, how small are we go? Because a, a guy doing a squat can look like a lot of other things when you get that small. Well, considering that it's a laser, the thickness of a laser, you can get pretty detailed if you want to be. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like we should make some kind of like silent thing where like people can access like what's going on. A silent thing. Sign up. Oh, yeah. Sign up for our challenges. We could do that, I'm sure. 
cannot wait for this weather to get warmer. And it is warmer. It's been like 70 degrees a couple times this month. Yeah, every time I have to be in work doing shit. Well, that's just fucking life. Yeah, but I'm 70 degrees all the time. Uh, I can just roll out of bed and go biking first thing in the morning. Yeah, then you'll be biking before it gets too hot. Exactly. I go out during lunch and I go out during dinner. <laughs> and I get a phone call saying, hey, it's 90 degrees, you should stay inside. Fuck that, I'm going out biking. You forgot your inner goggins. I forgot my inner goggins. And the temperature don't matter. You got to be out there on the trail because nobody else is out there on the trail. That's why I go six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> mm, that's just a time beating. You ain't beating the people that are scared of the weather. I do admit, when it's really nice outside, I'm very unhappy because there's so many people on the fucking trail. <laughs> <laughs> what we're learning is Joel's got a, just a general unhappiness. <laughs> <laughs> well, because when I do night tr- night rides, it's like. When I see more rabbits than people by that five to five to one ratio, it's a great night. Yeah, but then you got to watch out for the hobos. See, everyone keeps telling me that the hobos just wave at me, wave back, and we're all good. Mm, that's probably because they're not used to seeing a black man on a bicycle. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the apex predator. Don't you have blue lights on there too? Yep. You should put a red one on the back so you look like the cops. <laughs> I'm trying not to get. I'm trying not to get attacked. I'm not trying. They ain't gonna attack you. They'll run. <laughs> no, they won't. Yeah. It's like, I'm killing that cop today, son. <laughs> hey, pig. <laughs> oink, oink, motherfucker. <laughs> That's why you, you got to do what I said. You need the, uh, you need, first you get the, the red wheel, the red wheel for the light for the back. And then you get the, uh, the train horn for the, the front of the bike. And then anyway, it comes at you, you hit that train horn. They're going to be scared as shit. But my dad made the comment the other day. He's like, I don't see how you can go by yourself. The homeless people are scared of the most. I'm like, Why? I'm the one moving. They're sitting still, like trying to stay warm. <laughs> They're not on the. I'm not on the trail with them. They're on the trail with me. <laughs> That's how I'd be. I'd be fucking all up on that trail in the middle of the night, fucking spooky. Well, it's funny because I'd make my bike as silent as possible. Well, it's funny because the the the, uh, the one bridge on that trail we go through. Mm-hmm. They now put rocks all through there, but before there was a whole like encampment. So to be nice, I just turn all my lights off and just go through silently. <laughs> but then my, my lights on the wheels are still on, yeah. and a couple guys are like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> and I come back out, turn one the lights back on. <laughs> it's like that scene in Bat in the Batman Begins when he turns the lights off and like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things they described in Batman was the not not in the movies in the comics was how his, his car has basically a stealth mode and an intimidation mode. <laughs> like the stealth mode like makes it completely silent. The intimidation mode cranks up the noise as loud as can be, so you're just scared shitless. <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> so I got an email from work today. Oh, did you? Oh, just one? <laughs> We're not allowed to use generative AI right now hmm. because of legal reasons. And hmm. They're scared that the data might be stolen. Yeah, we were told not to use it for... Not to not use it, but not use it for proprietary stuff and they to double-check it. They should have sent that email like three months ago. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Elon Musk warned about is we're tampering with technology that we're not prepared for and there's nobody making rules for it ahead of time. They're just running free with it. You realize we live in America, right? I know. That's what we do. I know. <laughs> There's a reason why some people are afraid of the zombie apocalypse and some people are prepared for it. Some people are like, this is what I've been waiting for. 
I've been seeing a lot of memes on Facebook about whether the United States got, gets uh, invaded by other countries. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, you give us a, a United cause to go after. It's it's game on. Huh. Like basically what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of motherfuckers who watch Red Dawn waiting for it to come true. Well, the problem is, is like people keep complaining about how America is so divided and everything. It's like, well, the reason why America needs to be divided is because if we reunite, <laughs> it's a scary fucking thing. Look what happened after 9-11 when everyone was like, oh, come America. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're my brother. You're my brother. You're my brother. You got a beard, so you're kind of weird. But... <sighs> Imagine if somebody fucking Pearl Harbored us again. It's like, oh, hey, well. <sighs> well, this, as the fat electrician said, it's only a war crime the first time. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a war crime the first time. <laughs> you know why we, have a universal, we don't have universal health care? So we have crazy, crazy aircraft carrier. Because we, we have universal unhealth care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize, like, Russia only, like, you know, you grew up in the 80s. You thought Russia was, like, the shit. Uh-huh. And, like, you thought they were on par with us. And, like, then you realize, like, now they only have, like, one aircraft carrier. Uh-huh. And, like, America's got, like, what, nine, ten of those fucking things floating around the world. It's uh-huh. like, shh. It's all propaganda. It's something. <laughs> media. The media is like always, it's always not what it seems. Like. You talk about the uh, the January 6th videos, the new one that was released where the this the guy that was wearing like the uh, the buffalo hat or whatever was being escorted through the. The, the shaman. Yeah. The shaman. Yeah. But like, you watch the news and everything. It's like, oh, we're all going to die. You oh. walk outside, I'm like, hey, Bob, how's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Yeah, well, that's what we talk about but a lot of time. It's like, the news is just to make people afraid. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid, you keep watching the news. And then the news gets their advertisers, and their advertisers pay them, and the news gets their money. So, be afraid. It's funny, my buddy was in the hospital because he had a staph infection and lost his leg. He's in there for like almost two months. He's like, this is the best time of my life. I've not seen a, a tiny bit, a single bit of news, and I'm just so happy right now. How do you not see a single bit of news when you're in the hospital? Because he couldn't watch television. Well, how do you do the whole time? Hmm? If I were in the hospital, that's all I'd do is well, watch TV. The problem was his, his, his stab infection went to his eyes. Oh, Christ. So, so he lost his depth perception. So he, had, he could play his tablet games and like check the weather. That's basically all he did. Jesus. And, and listen to music. That sounds, like, that sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. That's why I went to visit him every day because I felt bad for him. Man. You ever think that like some, some of the solutions to a lot of your problems are just a, a small medically induced coma? Nope. You don't think like a month just letting your body just fucking recuperate? Mm. I don't think it recuperates. I think it deteriorates. Hmm. Because like if you don't use it, you fucking lose it. That's probably true too. But because like I so when I went to visit my buddy in the um, let's say it's a twenty-four hour coma. You think a twenty-four hour coma could help you? Maybe. I went to visit him in the in the rehab center, and all the chairs had shit on them, so I just stood. So yeah. if you want to sit down, like you don't understand. If I sit down, I'm going to become an old man and not be able to get up again. Right, don't let the old man in. And it's funny, like, if I just stand all day, it's like, I'm ready to go. Like, I can, like, jump, run, do whatever. <laughs> I'm sitting down, it's like, oh, atrophy. Yeah, yeah bend, bend down to pick something up, and you're like, oh, my knees don't want to bend now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm always like, I just want to stand all day, because, like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> bear th- bear through, that, through that door, I'll run that bear right now. Yeah, imagine if you can get just a 24-hour coma where, like, they're, you're in like a, a highly oxygenated chamber where they're pumping your body full of vitamins and fluids and all the mm-hmm. good shit and you just like wake up fucking feeling amazing. You could do that once a year. 
Once a year? I need that once a month. <laughs> well, we're starting with once a year. I don't know. We got we got to do that more. <laughs> you and I will do it more, but we'll start the the bidding for other people at once a year. <laughs> I want stem cell injections month uh, quarterly. Take out your blood, fucking filter it out, and put it back in. Mm-hmm. Machine breaks down halfway through. <laughs> Joel gets mad while he's dying about whoever co- programmed it. I'll cut it myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. None of that. Trust myself not to fuck it up. <laughs> How's that controller you've been working on for seven years going? It's back together, actually. <laughs> I, um... I found out why I didn't work this last time. <laughs> That's why you're not coding the blood, the blood cycling machine. <laughs> I found out why I sprayed your blood all over the fucking walls and we had to give you seven pints of a stranger. <laughs> See, here's the difference. If my life depended on it, that'd be the best code you've ever seen in your fucking life. You're full of shit. You, you code for a job. Your life does depend on no, it. No, it doesn't. None of my what do you, you know how to hunt and gather? <laughs> None of my jobs are life and death. So you know it doesn't matter someone if it's done something wrong. We just do it again. <laughs> uh, so much fun. Yes, it is. This podcast has made my day a lot better. <laughs> I've also come to the conclusion from visiting my friend in the hospital multiple times in the past couple months that like you need to talk to people. You yeah. Need to, you need to have that, like, random... I'm not just like, oh, hey, Bob, how's life? How's the wife? How's the kids? Mm. But just random conversations, like, go down to, like, different what-ifs or, like, sharing fun experiences. I'll even say it even differently. Uh, I'll say that you need... Like, men need conversation with men because men joke about it all. Uh-huh. Like, you, you, don't, you need to have that experience where... You, you, like, especially in our current land, like, it's easy to get isolated and not talk to anybody besides the people close to you. Uh-huh. I live with my wife and my mother-in-law, so most of my conversations with other real human beings are my wife and my mother-in-law. When I talk to other guys, it's like, it's all jokey, jokey, mm-hmm. fun, 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 and it's like, well, it's you're like, laughing and like... I went to one lost his leg, I'm like, hey, Scott, I got an idea for Halloween. We can do Miami Vice. I'll be crocky, you can be stubs. <laughs> and then like, the other day, like, he was talking about, he's trying to figure out the um, height differences because now he has to transfer from his wheelchair to chairs and whatnot. He goes, I eyeball. I'm like, motherfucker, you got to do a death for a second. How can you eyeball anything? He goes, I walked into that one. Motherfucker, you got you got one leg. You hopped into it or rolled into it. He goes, damn. <laughs> you got no death for a second. You're going to walk into a lot of shit. <laughs> but, like, I kept, I kept busting his balls. He's like, I needed this. <laughs> And I've said a few things in front of his daughter. She's like, that's just mean. I'm like, he's laughing, isn't he? He's yeah. like, I'm okay with it. This is great. Yeah. And, and, and like, it, it gets a... People give it a bad name for saying it's like ball busting stuff. But it's it's so good. It's so good for you. It's good for your soul to have somebody bust your balls. It's very humbling. And it's very enjoyable, too. Like, especially if somebody that does it is funny. Like, it's, it's, it's only insulting if it's not funny. <laughs> Joel's distracted by work. Now's our time to talk about Joe. What? <laughs> Joe's wearing a NASA jacket. Joe doesn't even believe in the moon landing. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why we didn't go back, though. There's got to be a reason. Uh, yeah. I mean, you think about how everything else has gotten more affordable. You think that would have been 
easier to do again and again and again. Here's the here's the deal. The economy is a fad. It's not real. The economy? Mm-hmm. Cause I keep looking at shit and thinking about the cost of shit, and there's all these millions of dollars. But where's it all going? Like I don't believe these millions of dollars exist. I think they do. I think the economy is. It, it's one of those things that became its own beast. And people are putting rules on it and making guesses on it, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. That's why it's like you can't you can't predict the economy in the short term. You you can only bet on the long term of it. Well, like I've been getting the Warhammer now. Like I've been reading about it. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at these characters. And shit. I'm looking at the co- like I'm thinking about the cost of scale of building these massive armies. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have the resources for this shit. Nobody does. Well, I mean, if you went back to World War II and you looked at the cost of building an army, you look at it now. It's like how much we spend on military now. You find the resources. But do you? I feel like it's, 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 it's I feel like most of it's a sham. Like, a lot of, there's enough for show, but the actual numbers aren't there. Hmm. Actual numbers of what? The money? The money or the resources. Well, that's why they had to change off the gold standard, I think. Because, like, I look at my, my company. There's supposed to be a $20 billion company a year. But yet, I see all the incompetence of what's going on and how we're losing all this money. I'm like, how are we getting all this money for losing all this money? Like, mm. what's going on here? Like, doesn't add up. It adds up somewhere. Mm, not in my eyes. Yeah, the spreadsheet always balances somewhere. No, it doesn't. I remember the one, my one friend. It, ba- it balances until you find the, the part that doesn't balance, and then you locate why it doesn't balance, and then it balances. My friend had, I was dating this girl. She was an intern. It's like 2000s. And the company's off like $10 million. Like, get down $7 million. Call it a day. <laughs> I'm like, what? You're off by $7 million? You're okay with that? <sighs> so you got two options. I'll go to the bathroom. Either A, you fill the gap for 30 seconds, or we end the podcast. I'll just hum. Okay. <laughs> we'll just edit it back out. No, we're not. There's no editing. <laughs> well, well Joel's, Joel's disappearing. So what, I, what I'll talk about is I've been, uh, I've been going down the Jim Rohn rabbit hole. I, I recently finished reading uh, The Compound Effect, and one of his mentors was Jim Rohn. If you don't know who Jim Rohn is, then Joel probably might know, but he is not here to hear this, so he will never know. Um, He's he's a uh, an old fashioned like self development motivational speaker type of guy, and uh, one of the things he was talking about was he one of, when he was talking to one of his mentors was he said well the job only pays this much and his mentor said to him well the job only pays you that much and why is the job only paying you that much he said the the job obviously pays other people more than it pays you so why isn't it paying you more and identifying that is a key to making more money. And Joel walked back in in the perfect time because now he's going to wonder what the hell I was just talking about. Not really. Yeah, you will. <sighs> Much better. Joel, do you know who Jim Rohn is? No, I do not. I sent you several links on Jim Rohn. Was it through TikTok? Because I don't think no, TikTok's that No, it was much. through our chat. But ah. Anyway, that's what I was talking about with Jim Rohn and quotes from Jim Rohn. Ah. I had an ultrasound yesterday. How's the baby? There's no baby. <laughs> but my my uh, kidneys are 11.5 centimeters or millimeters. Is that big or small? Average, apparently. Apparently, they're. Well, I even mentioned it for apparently, average. Apparently, they're unremarkable. We don't do average on this podcast. You tell me if they're big or they're small. I'm unremarkable. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was the actual test. Text the fucking test. Mm-hmm. Unremarkable, Mike. Wow. 
They're just hitting my self-esteem. Yeah, I've gotten those test results where they're like, it's unremarkable. I'm like, what? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> clearly I got this test for some reason. Like, tell me I just fit in. <laughs> yeah. But I'm kind of amazed at the medical, medical industry. Like, I got Scotty principal yesterday. They told me to take two business days to get my test results. I come back in an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I dropped, the- off, I dropped off my car at... 10 a.m. for a 12 p.m. tire appointment and they called me back 10 minutes later and said your car is done it was like 10 after 10 i was like (laughs) all right (laughs) cool we need more of that in our lives and just keep exceeding expectations Mm -hmm. instead of failing expectations yeah well now it's jill's turn to fill fucking 30 seconds okay Starting once I close the door. Okay. You just take off the microphone. Oh, he's trying to take off the microphone. Oh, there we go. You don't want me to take the microphone with me. No, no, no. And there's headphones. He's walking past the rope. And there's a door. And here's my 30 seconds. So today is March 10th, 2023. It is 2.09 p.m. And I would like to say, this weekend is going to be cold. Which means I'm going to stay home and work on stuff. So... Making pork chops for dinner next Friday. A friend of mine's coming over, and we're going to do a dinner and then go do a float tank the next day. So, I'm trying to figure out what sides to make. I think I'm going to use glazed potatoes, uh, glazed carrots, and probably some rice. But I'm not sure yet. I've been eating carrots in the bento boxes I've been getting, and they're actually really nice because they're in the soy sauce uh, mixture. So, I'm thinking glazed carrots might be a good idea. But in case they aren't a good idea, which I'm going to try this weekend, I'll have to figure out something else out. Uh, what else do I got to talk about? Oh, yeah. So, now that it's March 10th. Hey, Eugene's back. Awesome. Probably not 30 seconds, but... Good enough. I have a big bladder. Got other things. Got a good bladder and cannot die. You have a can't even die. But I got worked in a little bit of bladder. And what? I don't know. I was trying to do some mix a lot with a big bladder. You yeah, couldn't have given people useful information. No, that's when you just walked in. <laughs> I said I was talking about how I'm going to make glazed carrots this weekend. You're going to make what? Glazed carrots. Glazed carrots. Yeah. Oh. I'm taking a friend to a sensory deprivation tank, and they're going to stay over the night before so we can go early in the morning. Mm. So I'm making dinner. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make glazed carrots and rice probably. For dinner? Just carrots and rice? With pork chops. Oh, well, just mention the pork chops first. Well, I did, but you weren't here. Oh. I was explaining how I was going to experiment with glazed carrots this weekend. Mm. It's going to be so cold. High 38 this weekend, both days. That ain't cold. It's not flying weather. It's not cold. I'm not staying outside with a, with a transmitter and with goggles on. Yeah, yeah, you would. Nope. I've tried that before. Gotta give you the right reason to do it, though. No, there's no right reason. After about three minutes, your finger's like, hey, guess what? They're gonna fall off in about ten. Although, I guess if you're not actually looking at the plane, you could do that inside. Exactly, you? but I need to set up a system to run all the antennas outside. Hmm. There's a little logistics with this. The nerve with everything. Uh-huh. What are your plans for this weekend? Uh, that was what I was trying to figure out earlier today. I was like, I don't really have anything. Um, last weekend, I cleaned up the backyard and the side of the garage. Joel didn't comment on it. Uh, but this weekend, it's, it's probably still too early for me to plant anything. Um, you got to build your beds in the basement. 
There ain't no building beds in the basement. Yeah, you build beds in the basement. You get your, your starter seats right going, and the one that's good warm, you put them outside. Ah, no, you go buy stuff that's already started. No, 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 no. You gotta be hardcore. That's my. That's what my dad does. I'm not. I'm. I'm not thinking about that. I was debating. Uh, maybe I'll. Maybe I'll brew this weekend. Ooh. It's been a while since I did that. So. Every weekend, I'm trying to do something for, like a self-sufficiency project. Uh-huh. So that, that might be the one I do this weekend. Every weekend I tend to clean my apartment, and if I excuse not to do it, <laughs> you just gotta go around with a magnet, right? Pick up all the shit on the floor. Most of the stuff I have is not ferrous, unfortunately. Hmm. But I do have an excuse this week to, to clean my apartment. So since somebody's coming over. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I use that. Well, I gotta, I got an excuse to clean my house since you're coming over on Tuesday for pie day. Mm. Making blueberry pie and which which one do you cherry and a cherry cherry and a, and a Dutch Di- apple. Diana likes the cherry pies. I thought you wanted blueberry. I want a blueberry. No, Mara wanted a blueberry. I want a blueberry first. Mara took the blueberry. Mara and I can share a blueberry pie. It's fine. Okay. Two pies is enough. Awesome. I'm freaking Dutch apple. <laughs> Dutch apple is always always a favorite here. Anyway. As Pi Day's coming up, we're going to watch the movie Pi. Yeah, I haven't seen it since 25 years ago. Oh, you're in for a treat. And then it was like, with, I watched it with my pot-smoking roommate, who I also smoked pot with, and I don't remember much about that movie except the guy drilling holes in his head. Well, I told my coworker, I'm like, you're a lot like the, you're a lot like the guy in the, in the movie. And I started watching, I'm like, okay, you're like the guy in the movie for the first half hour, 45 minutes. <laughs> After that, you're not like this guy at all. <laughs> Is it a two-hour movie or an hour and a half? I think it's an hour and a half. It might be two hours. I'll have to look right. it up. It's probably from back in the day when people could actually edit a movie to fit mm-hmm. the fucking time. It's all in black and white, which is really, really bizarre. Hmm. Because you can't really date the movie because the, te- the technology looks all, like, wonky. Hmm. Interesting. That makes me a little more intrigued. Yes. Hmm. I think this is a good point. Yeah, I think we've... We hit a, a good stopping point. Mm-hmm. This has been uh, episode 30. Joel will eventually get us a challenge for next month. We're yeah, 10 I days see, in. I hey, see. happy Mario Day. Oh, yes. I still have 21 days to find a challenge. <laughs> but it is Mario Day. Happy Super Mario to Brothers Day, everyone. Yep. If you're like me, Mario holds a special place in your heart. Yes, just like Sonic. Uh, were you a were you a Sega guy or a Nintendo guy? I was a Sega guy. I, really? I wasn't allowed to get a Nintendo, so I got Sega my freshman year of of high school. Really? You weren't mm-hmm. allowed to get a Nintendo? Nope. Why not? No clue. But I had a Game Boy in '89 for some reason. Huh? What'd you get on your Game Boy? Uh, Solar Striker, Super Mario Brothers, Baseball, Formula One, bunch of other randoms of Battle Unit Zeos. No Tetris. Oh, well, it came when everyone had Tetris. Well, that's, that's what I expect everyone to say, because I want to watch that movie where they... You saw that... I think you saw that, yeah. that trailer, where mm-hmm. they're getting Tetris out of Russia. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see that one. That's a good one. That looks like insanity, and I love it. I know. That's it, exactly It reminds me of Atomic Blonde. Yeah. It reminds me of Atomic Blonde, and it reminds me of that, uh, that, that one we watched about the game developer where you could choose your own adventure. Oh, yeah. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, yeah. I rewatched yeah. that the other day. <laughs> I didn't know that was still on Netflix. It is. I got obsessed with the music in there, so I started downloading, getting all the, um, the the music they were playing. Here's a question: What happens if you torrent that movie? It doesn't work. So maybe that's why they did that. 
How do you have to torrent three different? How many different endings were there? Three? I don't remember. I do know that we did a flow chart. We did. We went through that game that thing as efficiently as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like after we made the second decision, we should be writing this down. <laughs> Joel and I got got into a fucking management with that movie. Like <laughs> writing this down in case we got to go back. <laughs> no, I don't like this ending. <laughs> Let's fix this. Joel and I in a time travel machine. We. <laughs> Break down everything we did. <laughs> Black people don't time travel. <laughs> Not backwards, at least. <laughs> yeah, forward probably be just as bad for you. I don't know. <laughs> Better chances. Yeah, maybe. We'll probably jump to the future and we'd all be fucking alien slaves. Just don't go, what, what is it, 20, 30,000 in the future? Yeah, don't go 30,000 years in the future. That's the, the Warhammer universe. Ugh. Do you realize that their warp technology makes them go through hell? <laughs> uh-huh. There's a lot of things that say that that's what happens when you go through warp. There was a sci-fi series I read where you needed, to do warp travel, you need a specific type of telekinetic or a telepathic person because there were creatures in warp space that only they could see. Mm. And it was pretty. Cool. It was a pretty cool book. I can't remember the name of it. Well, I wasn't doing because I didn't need spice for that. No, no, no. But we were supposed to wrap up a couple minutes ago. We went on, but yes, bonus right. material, ladies and gentlemen, bonus, 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 bonus. But uh, that'll wrap up this episode, and we'll see you guys in uh, two weeks, which will be the end of the month, pretty much. Fourteen, twenty-four. Another week after that. Oh yeah. Well, they won't be on the podcast, so will they? Mm. We decide when we record. That, that's kind of true too. Yeah, we, might, do, we do. We do what we want here. Yeah, you might be. You, you might hear episode thirty-one tomorrow. <laughs> We don't give a shit. Nope. What do you do <laughs> Joe, what Joe, do you... Joe might podcast while he's blazing carrots. What are you doing tomorrow, Eugene? Uh, that's what we just talked about. I'm not sure. But... Oh. <laughs> we'll see what happens in episode 31. <laughs> What's the weather like? We might take a bike ride and record a podcast. <laughs> nope. 38's the high. Not doing it. Oh, Joe's scared of the weather. But here's the problem. My gear is good for about half an hour at 38 degrees. See, it's not even the cold that bothers me. It's when the wind sweeps the bike out from under me that's the problem. Because I've had that where the wind hits the wheels as you're pedaling so fast and like it feels like you're uh, going to get swept See, my side. problem is eventually my fingers start getting cold. And once they start getting cold, that's when the frostbite effect goes in. Mm-hmm. Because like my hands get cold. I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. And I don't feel my hands. Yeah. And I realize, oh shit, I'm going to have to warm these things back up. And the second I put my hand in cold water, they're going to feel like they're on fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> like, it's not worth it. It's not worth the price of having to thaw back out. No, no. At least if I, at least if it's like the 45, if it's 45 to 50, I'm like, okay, I got, I got two hours before my hands start getting cold. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of time it takes for my, my body to get to the point where it's like, you need to go thaw out is a lot shorter once it goes below 40 degrees. <laughs> Ah, that's what the Wim Hof's supposed to help you with. I learned a lot in 2021 about me and the cold. <laughs> but to be honest, I'm actually a lot better with the cold now than I was before. Mm-hmm. Because now that I'm actually, you know, doing stuff, I actually go outside without a coat under in about 50 degrees. Yeah. You just realize the cold is just... It's a feeling that you don't have to suffer through. You can say, oh, it's kind of cold. I'd be like, it doesn't bother me. See, for me, it's a short... It depends on how long it is. 
I look at like a space like a spacewalk. You know, they talk about you can have about 15 seconds without a suit before your body just goes like up. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Like, oh, oh, well, I gotta walk to the car. I'll be fine for that 30 seconds. But like, if I'm outside for like an hour and a half with no coat, I'm like, oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> I, I like to push it though. I, I do like to see how far into the cold I can get and how much of it I can ignore. And it's usually it's okay if it's just like a. A slow settling cold. Mm-hmm. The problem is if there's like a biting wind. Yeah, I find when it's windy outside and cold, or cold, or it's raining and cold. Uh-huh. Like I went on a bike ride two weeks ago, and it was just rain. It just rained. I'm like, fuck this. I'm doing this anyway. And I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst <laughs> idea of my yeah. life. Yeah, water. Water makes everything colder, and the wind. The wind. The wind chill is a motherfucker. I'd, I'd rather like it's okay if it's just like a silent cold, cold, cool cold where it's just like it's just sitting in there and you're just like able to walk through it you're like i can deal with this but when it's like when there's weather actually happening around it it's bad it's i think it's when it's just cold and nothing else it's like oh this isn't too bad yeah yeah you're like oh it's sorry you start out in variables it's like nope (laughs) yeah 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 because because then it's not even just the the air temperature itself it's what's the the rain is dropping your temperature too Mm mm-hmm I I, what's your choice? If you would you prefer a cold environment or a hot environment? Hot, really? Yep. You're like an island guy. I am built for the heat. Like it's just like, oh, I'm just gonna sweat. Okay, let's do this. See, I don't like sweating for no reason. See, my my thing is, if I know I'm gonna be sweating and I'm dressed properly, it's like I can do this all fucking day. Mm. Well, if you're like, this is disgusting, I'm like, this is great. What's interesting though is, well, well, since doing the Wim Hof thing when I started initially, it was like it started with the cold thing being able to kind of ignore the cold, but mm-hmm. it also moved into the heat as well. Ah. Where I'm just like, it's just hot. Like I can just, like just deal with it. It's like it's just another. It's not something that I need to even be thinking about really. Just like, oh, I'm hot. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I said, for me, heat's always been a thing because it's like, oh, well, if I'm dressed properly, I'm just sweating. That's fine. Now, if I'm wearing like a full, full, if I'm wearing like a full suit. I'm out in the heat. I'm like, no, this ain't, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> but like, when I went to, um, I went to Ohio last year for that RC event. There's sport mode and there's ultra sport mode. Ultra sport mode is just basically a tank top and um and and um, short like gym shorts. It's like I can do this heat all fucking day. This is great. You flip up, you flip up the straps on your Crocs. <laughs> there are no Crocs. <laughs> Got to be wearing shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Protect the feet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a croc guy. I mean, my, my buddy is. I'm like, I don't understand why you like these so much. Mm-hmm. I don't like flip flops or sandals anyway. So we got a minute and thirty to go to an hour. Oh, we can do a minute and thirty easily. That's why I just kept. That's why I kept talking. So what's your worst? What's your What's your fear about wearing Crocs? It's not a fear about wearing Crocs. They're just. They're not. They're too squishy. They're, they're not form fitting. Therefore, they move around. Therefore, they're a liability. Have you ever worn them? Nope. Me neither, and that's my fear, because I've never worn them. I fear if I put them on, I'll like them. Well, it's like house shoes. Like, I have house shoes for around the house, and they're like, let's say I'm gaming, I don't want to, like... So, I have a, I have one of those heated thing, one of those heated, like, feet warmers. Well, if I'm wearing house shoes, I can just slip off and put them in there. Mm. If I'm walking around house shoes, I'm like, they're, they're so gushy. I'm like, this is, yeah, I don't like this. Mm. Like, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm not walking around, I wear house shoes. But if I'm walking, like, my, my, I wear my sneakers, like... Probably six hours a day. 
So really, mm-hmm. no, nah, I don't wear shoes in the house. I try to wear shoes as inoffen as possible. I, I wear shoes to go into the basement. E- even if I just, I'm just coming out to the backyard, I don't wear shoes because I like having that actual tactical contact yeah. with the ground. Yeah. So growing up in my household, there's always construction, so there's a chance of stepping on a nail or stepping on shit. Yeah. And then after I grew, after that was done, anytime I don't wear shoes, I always drop something on my fucking toe. <laughs> like the one time I wore I wore flip flops outside, I got a cinder block dropped on my foot. I'm like, nope, wearing the shoes. There was there's a there's a theory though that talks about how one of the problems with people in the rise in depression is because most people their electromagnetic field isn't grounded ever because they don't actually walk on the earth. They always walk with a thin rubber pad between them and the earth. Uh-huh. So sometimes walking in nature is good for you because that's one of the reasons why people feel so good coming back from the beach and things like that because they walk around barefoot and they touch the sand and like they ground themselves. I ground myself all the time, so that's when I shock myself. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. <laughs> that's how you became bipolar, Joe. I am. Probably. The, the therapist didn't say anything about that. Yeah, therapist is bipolar also. Mm. Joe, you have never actually been to see a therapist. It's all in your head. No, no, I got the bills to prove it. <laughs> oh, trust me, I got the bills oh, to prove it. You think your brain can invent a therapist but not a bill? <laughs> You're not giving your brain enough credit, sir. Where's all the, where's all the money go then? <laughs> Hookers. <laughs> hookers and blow. I That's what wish. real Joel is doing. <laughs> real Joel's not building RC cars. He's doing hookers and blow. <laughs> Let's be honest. I know the skill set for hookers and blow. <laughs> is there a skill set for that? Yes, there is. There's a skill set for everything. Some people are just naturals. Other people are just pathetic. <laughs> I'm the pathetic category. <laughs> Joe's not skilled enough to be a criminal. Well, I am. I just hadn't found out the solution where I don't get caught. Mm. It's like the Dr. Strand said, I've ran through every scenario. It's not one scenario where I don't get caught, so I'm going to avoid this crap. <laughs> it's usually better not to do things where you're just going to get caught. When you think about it, the idea of you're going to get caught, it's better not to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just a... Uh, that's like a Jordan Peterson thing. You can't you can't trick reality. No, no. Reality is very pliable, and you can bend it. You um, can't trick it. The problem is, after so long, it bends back. Yeah. And my theory is, a lot of people get used to bending reality so much that they don't understand that you got to learn how to deal with it. So when it actually bounces back, they don't have to deal with it. And by then, they've gone so far down the path, it's like, nope, this is going to hit you really hard. <laughs> I've been about that for a while. Yeah, everything snaps back eventually, so... Yep. That's the dirty secret. It's like, oh, I got away with this. I can keep getting away with it. No, no, you can't. No, eventually it snaps you back. That's uh, that's karma, actually. Yep, karma is is doing the things you always do until you get what you deserve. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you always get what you deserve. Just like the ending of this podcast. Yep. You Booyah, all got, You all got what you deserve for hanging out this long. Mm-hmm. You got to hear us talk about some other inconsequential shit. Mm-hmm. But... That's it for us. We're gonna call it a day here. It's, uh, I guess next next time I'll actually get some topic questions instead of just flying with the seat of my pants. No, this is fun. This is good. This is I think the the I think the the more we talk about actually what's going on in our lives and what we're actually doing versus having a structured agenda, it's less 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 structured is probably better for a lot of people. The the machine is structured. We are not. We are men. We are the mensch. Well, we'll see what Dave says. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, our one listener. Like I said, the day Dave tells the podcast is done, I'm pulling the plug. No, I'm not listening to Dave. I never met Dave. I don't think Dave is real. Well, Dave, i got to get you out of here. You won't be on the podcast, but let's get a drink and with him. All right, we can do that.
I'm Irish. I'm always up for drinking with someone. Kind That's of. a racial stereotype, Joe. <laughs> How dare you say that? Yeah, you're the one who said it. <laughs> I didn't say a damn thing. <laughs> I am very careful with saying in my box. I know what racial things I can say. I can say the word. <laughs> Good night, everybody. All right, take it easy. Good night. <laughs> it's noon. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. <laughs> that wraps up another episode of The Mesh in the Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit themenshinthemachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412 The rain in Spain falls gently in Maine, supposedly. The rain's in Spain? Yeah. In Maine? Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Don't suppose it's one of those, like, word things. Mmm. But she does sell she sell, sea, seashells on the seashore. I ain't gonna touch that 10-foot pole. <laughs>